Okay, welcome back to the pod, to the pod, to the social hub of positivity. We've got three very special guests. Uh, two of them I've never met before. One of them I grew up with. And you out there, this is a competition. You have to work out which one of these three people that I have grown up with. <laughs> Francis, don't you say it was you just because you want to. I wish it was. No, I don't. Oh, that's awful. Perhaps you'd like to introduce yourselves and tell these, this audience of me watching on a Friday afternoon evening what it is you do, who you are, and why we've got you here. And I'm very excited because we have a close relationship. Uh, not <laughs> Francis, I'm spreading rumours about being you. But you know, a close relationship with the Allotment Society. Okay, I've given it away. Francis, come on, tell them who you are. Uh, my name's Francis, and I am secretary for the society, so dealing with any queries that come in and people that uh, inquire about having an allotment. Fantastic. And who might you Good be morning, here? my name is Mo. I've obviously known around the town for different things, but today I'd like to keep it straight. I'm the chair. And you're asking yourself, how be did you become the chair? Well, I went to a meeting and sadly the person that I am put my hand up when they said they needed a new chairperson mm -hmm. and was told at that meeting, I want you people out there to know I was lied to, you'll only have three meetings a year, said the gentleman, God rest his soul, who sadly isn't with us anymore. And I said, three meetings a year, I'm full-time work, I can do that. Well, we have run out of fingers how many meetings we've had, but it's a pleasure to do it. It's a, I've had an allotment with my husband for the last seven years and um, Obviously, we're finding ourselves at this particular time in a crazy, crazy world that we're in, and it is a great place to go for all ages. So, yeah, over to Peter. Hi, my name is Peter, and I'm the membership secretary. So, I look after the um, membership lists and uh, the and send out the renewals and uh, tenancy agreements. Excellent. So, we now know that you're three wonderful people who volunteer. I'm hoping. You're not being paid, no. Francis? No. Are you sure? We're in partnership with Chippenham. <laughs> <laughs> not for that, should be not for that anyway. Yeah, yeah, but We're his, in partnership his, his, with the Chippenham Town Council. Absolutely. So we, they own it and we make sure... See, they, we, that means we own it as the people. The council represents the people. I think in, in our new reset society after this marvellous pandemic, we need to look at how our society and how people understand, like you good people, that you're, that you're volunteering. I'm going to ask you, what is it that makes you want to volunteer? Give up your time. Francis, what, what's inspired you to become part of this wonderful organisation? Oh, I enjoy gardening and I just wanted to do something to contribute towards the society. Absolutely. So how long have you been gardening? Because some people come to it late at life. Have you always gardened? Um, yes, I think I have with my mother and my parents and then I had the opportunity of an allotment and uh, took it, although I didn't know what I was in for at the time. Yes. Yeah. And what sort of things are you? Is, what are your favourite things to grow? Are you a food person? Do you or do you grow a mixture of flowers? And I do try to grow flowers, um, mainly to as as beneficial to attract beneficial insects onto the allotment. Uh, I thought that was important. Uh, I don't like to use chemicals, so Perfect. I'm trying to we do it to, organically yeah, that, and that, a mix of flowers. That, thank you, because I was going to ask about that. As a principle moving forward, is there a policy by the Allotment Society now to move forward in a more enlightened way to say, actually all of our allotments need to be organically grown, no pesticides, no weed killers, no whatever. What's, what's, the, what's the general philosophy? Maybe that's the future. At the minute, we're not um, enforcing that we on anybody. No. Not yeah. enforcing, no. I'm no. just saying, but it's enlightening. You're right, you're right. There, is, there is room for us to look at that, and <laughs> please God, when yeah. we come out of the grazing that we're in yeah. and can have proper meetings and things, then maybe that is something we can put to the members. Well, absolutely, but here's the thing. You've got a, a, a membership member. Are you a membership member? No, you're the secretary. I'm the secretary. You're the membership <laughs> member. <laughs> With the membership member, please, but out and try to speak to the secretary member about why you have come to the decision to do it organically. Because this it, it is very ours is as well. You know, there's a non-dig idea as well about yes, not digging. Yes. Oh right, okay. So we can talk about all that. Listen, I just got to say this, right? Donna was supposed to be here. She's much more articulate and much more intelligent. So she could, you could have another level of intellectual discussion about all the principles that you're going to talk about, yeah? 
I'm just going to butt in every now and again and, go, and get really excited. So I, how about that works for me. I've been good. a butter all my life. Yeah, I good. Go for it. Tell us, Francis, tell us why you do organically. What about the no dig thing and all this sort of stuff? I think no dig is interesting and I think it does work. Yeah. Um, I like to grow organically because I, I just don't like to use too many pesticides, too many yeah, but what chemicals. Is, yeah, but why? If you kill one thing, then yeah. something else so is going to So biodiversity. Uh, if you if you kill off all of one species, then something else is going to yeah. uh, become stronger and yes. take over possibly. Yeah. And or the other way around. You, yeah, have a, you a kill one and then you'll have all of a sudden have an infection yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Infestation. That's the word yeah. I was looking for. Hungry honky. <laughs> what can I say? In case nobody's guessed, I miss this. I'm doing, I'm doing it on a small scale. I'm not. I'm not mm. I'm not growing commercially. I don't have to produce vast quantities yeah, of Yeah, but even if you do. perfect vegetables. How did we do it before? But there you go. There's, yes. there's the problem. Large, perfect vegetables. Well, if you can what, eat them, they're what, perfect. Oh, I'm what, the queen of wonky carrots. Yeah. Yes, but that's what supermarkets want. They want. They do. Vegetables. We're the people. We buy from them. I know. Come on. I know. Still, Let's tell them we don't want them anymore. Still want, if, if you're can I just say? Well, so, well, so, well, so, if you're presented with two vegetables, one looks lovely, one looks a bit. Yeah, yeah. or whatever, yeah. then most people are going to choose the one that looks perfect. I don't agree. Well, those days have changed. As somebody that works in a supermarket, those days have changed. Every supermarket that you go into yes. offer you wonky veg, yes. and it's cheaper. Everyone. Yes. I, honestly. No, no, that's great. Yeah. But this is superb, these people. But I'll tell you what. Get this man a drink. Once you top and tail the carrot, whether it's the yes, straight it's one, once you top and tail anything, and once you, know, you eat it once it goes yeah, in and gets cut uh, up, it absolutely. looks exactly the same as the. And, you know, is, as a society, right. perfect's not always best. No, no. no Francis, you're still, right. People still want things that look. They think perfect. they do. They think they do. Yes. They've, been, they've been led by marketing. Yeah. Same as eating dairy, same as eating meat. We were all told as getting eggs and all those things is really good for us, but actually, we're starting to realise that. They're not as half as good as the, we were told, and we're better off not eating anything that comes from an animal. No disrespect to animals, but keep to yourselves, can't you? But yeah, seriously, plant-based food, that would be the way forward as well, because not only does oh, yeah. cultivating... Yes, veganism is, is huge. Now, I'm not, yeah, I'm not talking about veganism. I say not, with not my... To eat, not to eat meat. Yes. Becoming more and more... Oh, no, more. absolutely. The, what I'm saying is I'm... I think the supermarkets yeah. have been full this January, February, yeah. promoting... Plant-based yeah. foods. So, uh, absolutely. So, uh, why I'm saying it's not veganism because I think some people think okay. that's an ideological whatever. Uh, don't have, and and it's fine. Be a vegan. And it's much better being a vegan than being a meat eater. Not not personality-wise, but for the planet, for yourself, for your health, it much is. But why I'm saying plant-based is it, it, it amounts to the same thing. But I do wear uh, leather shoes and stuff that I've already bought. I won't throw away second-hand clothes that happen to be leather because I don't want to be perceived. To be promoting eating food, you know what I mean? Eating food, eating <laughs> leather, eating leather, not eating leather or eating food. Come on, Pete, stop interrupting, <laughs> right? About about not eating meat or animals, and there's an ideological way about it, but there's just a very common sense. If we had localized farms, you know, the county farms, and young people could learn to grow seasonally um, uh, produced fruits and and wheat and oats and stuff, and provided for locality we wouldn't need to have it flown in from abroad. But back to you, Catherine. What about this gentleman across mm -hmm. here? Let's, let's get him in on it. You just called it oh, Catherine. Catherine. Oh, why do I call her Catherine? She looks Catherine. Catherine, uh, Francis. Catherine Francis. Was it ever... Double. You look like, yes, you do She's look a like a very honourable woman. Not that your real name isn't Francis. It's a lovely name, but it reminds me of a pulp called Francis. <laughs> and I'm, a, I'm allergic to such things. Uh, have you ever been called Catherine before? I'm going to call you Kathy. When I see you from now on, I right. wink and say, Kathy, are you coming home again? And you say, uh, Officer, arrest this man, he's harassing me. Peter, well, over to you. For me, the, um, the allotment for me is uh, mm. I, it's a pleasure to um, grow my own, um, but the, the thing that um, I've tried to do is to know what I'm eating. Uh, and um, the, the scare stories about. Um, when somebody dies, that the people's bodies now are lasting longer because of the um, the preservatives that are in food, and that's one of the things that I want to make sure I know what I'm eating. Uh, a couple of years ago, I became a vegetarian, 
and it's been great to use the produce from my allotment and um, be in a situation where I actually know what's going into the food that I'm eating. So we're, we're, we're doing a lot of work myself and my partner to, to make sure we know what we're eating and to use the allotment as much as possible. So that's my reason for, for doing that. No, you, you totally, so you became a, 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 a vegetarian. So what's the, what would be your difference between why you're a, ve a vegetarian and haven't gone the full hog, it, I was about to say. Going the, yeah, going the full hog to become a, a vegan. The, the thing about it is, is to become a vegan is, is very difficult because there's a lot more food groups that you're given up and um, it's very easy for myself, um, who is retired, to become vegetarian and it's been a pleasure to, to try different foods and I've got the time to do it. If I was still working, um, I think that um, I, I'd be more on the convenience foods. So in a lot of ways, it's not kind of, I, I focus wrongly on using terms, vegetarian yeah, yeah. and vegan. When really what I'm saying is forget the vegetarian, forget the vegan. What I'm trying to do is to have less pre-prepared food. Absolutely. So one of the saddest things when I did become a vegetarian was that we actually ate more pre-prepared food. So I buy Linda McCartney burgers. And the fact is, um, who knows what's in those burgers? And other burgers are available. <laughs> well, <laughs> who, who knows, who knows what is in those burgers? And this is the, so really, you know, forget the, the term veganism or vegetarianism. What I just wanted to know is what is in my food. Yeah. Okay. So to be honest, we, we you know, again, because I've got time, we, we, we prepare most of our, an awful lot of our food. So we're making our own burgers. Yeah. So uh, making our own burgers. Um, and it, but it, that's time. So I do recognize that it's very easy for us who've got allotments because you know allotments take a lot of hard work and it, it's you know and it, I would, I'd recommend people to have an allotment but you've got to let, let yourself know, you know, know what you're letting yourself in for it's little and often it's a lot yeah, of hard work sometimes yeah. people don't realise how much time they need to put into an allotment That's it. and they need to go and look after it regularly yeah. it's not something you can just dip in and out or absolutely so why don't we do I'm being serious. Why don't we work in, in partnership to create videos about what the what's expected or what amount of work or some hints about how the whole process works? When we do, we do have our own website. Um, yeah. Do you have a video on it? Whether we can involve we could involve Chris in that, couldn't we? Our IT. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I think you're totally right. Yeah. I think the idea sometimes you like dogs through yeah. pandemics or getting your own chickens. It's like whoa. There's so much involved. Sounds good on paper, but the actual commitment. It doesn't need to be hard work, but it does need to be. It needs little to be continue. Little, little, little and often. So, Rich, is really, when, we, when I bring somebody up uh, as membership secretary and ask, you know, the next on the list, and, um, you know, we, we, I usually check with them, have they got time? Um, some of the wardens, uh, I, I do know, you know, uh, there's Andy and Dan, both, um, speak to them when they're showing the, them around uh, we, we've had a situation that Dan has had two, two allotments uh, two plots one half plot one whole plot and as he's judging how much time they can give he'll offer the half plot or the whole plot but it, it is it is very much a, a little and often um, in, in order because people need to know it's a great reward but it does take time uh, and there are standards that have to be met. Yeah, absolutely. Not I, just within your allotment, obviously for your neighbours as well, like your, your green, you know, the grass has to be the borders, all that. It's, that's, we, it. that's where we get the biggest bugs yeah. from but, people thinking, oh, well, they cut it, they'll bug do it. Bug bears, you mean, not real physical bugs. <laughs> no, well, they could be you know that using pesticides. Is going to touch them <laughs> Sorry, deliberately to feed them and to kill the no, other things. It's, 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 it's like Peter's saying, it's not just about going down and going, hey, this is my allotment, let's dig it or rotivate yeah, it, and you're, we do you're, supply you're, equipment. It's also about the care and, and, and absolutely, and working yeah. alongside your neighbour that's close to you by saying, hey, yeah. do you know what? I'll cut the grass this time because I'm down. But yeah. you, you know, you've got to do your edges, and it's nice from a community sort of thing that you yes. do sort of have. But as I said, we do supply in different sites. We have definitely, you know, just invested a lot of money in new sheds. 
from the from our obviously our money that we gather in yeah. and also we've just got equipment and I'm very proud of the fact that we've just bought all this new equipment which will nothing uh, to do with gardening everyone they've got this equipment that they've got a gym <laughs> they've, they've actually got, got a road gym jacuzzi and a little gym they use but you, <laughs> they have you said a minute ago to Francis and Peter about gardening for myself yeah. personally obviously yeah. sorry to be a bore but I am Ed's sister um, we were brought up in the military, and the, the <laughs> what happened? She's giving it away. <laughs> <laughs> there goes the competition. Yeah, there goes the. They'd never guess. No, no, we were in the military, and what I, for me personally, growing up was every time we went to a new place, all over England, we did live in Cyprus. We didn't know what garden we were going to get, and we made the best of the garden we got because in the military you get this is your house, this is your garden. You kind of can work the garden. So for me, I used to absolutely buzz cutting the grass mm. with my dad, our late father. Buzz because we had an electric... Um, we didn't, not in the bushes. We didn't. Of course a, we didn't. It was a push-along. Yeah. And we used to have to share that in the REF with three and four houses. And my dad, I think that's probably why I'm the cheeky girl I am today. Because my father would say, Maul, will you go along, knock on the door and ask him if we can have the communal lawnmower. Now this sounds like nothing to anybody that's watching this, but when you don't have all these tools, yeah, yeah. It, it was a great thing that the RE so, provided. So have them, yeah, have they, have they now all been provided all the allotments? So this is where, you know, going got a forward. On one site as well, we've got rotivators, we've got strimmers, we've got oh, mowers yeah. of different demand. Uh, we've got a, yes. one of them's got a fly mow, the rest have got obviously different ones. So for me, it, it is quite funny. It's sort of growing up, and then I married originally into the REF, and again this same buzz go to somewhere the people before you looked after the garden easy peasy let's put some veg down and I mm. taught you know my three sons they learned to do it but what was great about myself was my uh, the boys nan taught me how to do hanging baskets and barrels and I've mm. kept that in the age I am now I still make all my own hanging baskets and um, barrels and I used to do for our late mother I used to do hers um, and also grow like Francis said I'm a bit more meaner. I grow all my flowers at home and love my flowers for the bees and the butterflies. Mm. And I've got like a crazy area outside my garden which is dedicated for them to have. Yeah. And then I've got my own barrels and that I do. But then I do the veg and everything with my husband. But we try and do something different every year, myself and Kevin. So we've never ever grown a cauliflower. And I have to say to the group, it was a disaster. <laughs> it was because the creatures got it. The creatures. <laughs> Francis, is this down here or your creatures? <laughs> no, no, we did. Kevin was so proud, and yeah. we, you know, we did obviously like the standard. You know, we, we were really successful at leeks. We were, you know, we do amazing sweet corn. And all, yeah. I have to say, great beetroot one year. Oh, and I, I make chutney and give it out to people. Of course, and we grow our own. Of animals. course, but, but so so back to back to yeah. That's so that was your inspiration. I thought that was my brain going off. I actually thought my sister's here, and my brain's. Cooking. You so so you've got you've got tools. So people watching this, if you've ever thought about having an allotment, there are those tools that you can uh, uh, communally use, which is a great little uh, uh, process, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, it's just so it's just so useful because if you look at it, it's hard work. I, th I think building on, on what, it, what I think where you're leaving this, the great thing is um, I, I go through my experience when I first got the allotments. Um, the, the warden at um, where I am was really helpful. Um, it's surprising what uh, equi equipment and bits and pieces you get handed. You, you turn up to your allotment the uh, first time, and within about I don't know half an hour, somebody give me leaks. Somebody, uh, somebody I, yeah. I, I had for the first time. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm going to get the pronunciation wrong. Fasalis, I think it is. And cauliflower. I, 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 no, I've got that right. That's the um, <laughs> the ye little yellow. Yellow gooseberries, stuff of eggs, I forget what they are. Chinese gooseberries, that's it. Fasalis. Wow. Yeah. Um, I was given a couple of aubergines, the first time I've ever grown aubergines. Like you, Mo, my, the, the cauliflower I was given just didn't, didn't work. But this, this time I'm going to, it was eaten by Francis's bugs. But staying on that, 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 so somebody who's starting off will get a lot of support by people around them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we, we, we've and mentioned... And you can always ask, you can always ask your chat, chat with that, your neighbours or other people. That's it. Yeah, yeah, it's really friendly, generally speaking. And, and, yeah. and this is something that, you know... And on the website, if people they, they can't give me advice, the yeah. and the last bit of advice is usually the, the word off. Okay. And, and the, th the thing is, is that it recently, you know, recently we've... Um, with COVID, it, over the years, allotments have been really uh, popular and then less, less so. 
So about three years ago, the, the waiting list was very, very short, and we, we were worried that we weren't going to be able to let every single plot. At, uh, at the moment, the waiting list is 143 people. Wow. Of those 143 people, 129 applied after the first lockdown was announced. Yeah. So, you know, maths very quickly, it's 14 people then on the list uh, were pre-lockdown, so yeah. pre something like the 18th of March, yeah. and the rest of them after the 18th of March. Yeah. So, you know, COVID, the COVID, because people realised that it's something that you were allowed to go and do, you could, you could, um, you had the satisfaction. So we're talking, you know, so on the mental well, well-being, well, uh, and it is, it yeah. is fantastic. You've got the opportunity of um, whiling away your time, but you have got company, but that company isn't isn't on top of you. So you've got the, uh, that what sometimes is called social uh, social capital, i.e., loneliness. Yeah. You can. Yes. Uh, you, um, it, it's really it's great there. It's great for your health. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you know, if you're measuring the steps, if anybody's measuring steps, they end up doing a lot of steps at the allotment. That's yeah. if you're not measuring steps. So it, it's great. It's great for your health. Um, you do have. Uh, fresh and seasonal produce, except for cauliflowers, um, <laughs> which, which, which don't work. But it's a you, great challenge to it try is, and grow it's something. It's a challenge to can-do as well. Yeah. Have you grown cauliflowers? Well, in, in our back garden we do. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, so our, not on our can-do shared with the young people a lot. Yeah. So you've got, yeah. you've got yeah, that, we will. with that challenge right. comes mm-hmm. also a, self, a sense of achieve, achievement. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, I go back to the uh, fact is that more often than not, you're not on your own. So again, I, um, yeah, I, I go back to what I've been given uh, over the years. Uh, my, my leaks that I, I put in a little seed bed barely, barely came off and then Trevor nearby uh, seems to produ- produce so many leaks every year that he, he provides leaks for everybody. So it, it's, it's really good. And uh, this year then I... I've, does he do cauliflowers? It is. I'll ask, I'll ask <laughs> him. Does he do cauliflowers? Yeah, I'll ask him if he, if he does do cauliflowers. I do love a good cauliflower cheese. Do deliver click and collect. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but but that is, actually, that is another interesting thing, thing to move on to in the sense that um, we have, they were not very successful last year. It, well, I'm saying not very successful, perhaps it was. But there was the suggestion of, um, of this, in the past, um, Food cooperatives have never have not accepted food from allotments because it may go off before they can um, yeah. they can deliver. Yeah. But last year there were there were a couple that would cut, uh, take food from allotments. I'm not sure whether we are actually go you'd, around to deliver. You've mentioned this well, in the past. See, to me. I have spoken about this yep. uh, many many times. Also about the idea of getting young people involved in knowing how to grow. This is the bit because what Mo was saying about having a garden. Yeah. Fine, if you've got a garden, and we're very, you know, anyone that has, good luck. Point being, particularly exacerbated by the lockdown, was that people who didn't have gardens, now, so that I think there needs to be more allotments, and I think people will, quite obviously, I've thought this before, would think, yeah. But then there's also what happens with the excess. So if it's not used in a communal way, so either, so we we, we have this project we worked to do years ago where, even with senior citizens mm. and people got to the stage where they couldn't utilise their hands maybe mm. as much as their brains, mm. get young people to learn in their gardens and on their allotments yes. how to work the, the land, whatever bit of land it was, give as much produce to the to the homeowner and the allotment owner as they would want, then the rest would be given, we would think about a community cafe at the time, so that you'd have the soup of the day, you'd have the dish of the day made with fresh produce and we as can do would go and collect it you know and go right okay today doorway for instance mm-hmm. uh, other organizations yep. that on a daily basis we're not paid to provide food for our young people but if you want to give a holistic uh, opportunity to everyone mm-hmm. you're gonna have the idea of legislating for all their needs so it's the emotional the mental the the, mm-hmm. the, the physical needs we do a lot of sport as well then cooking and growing food is an essential one. And now not every place can do it, but we're very fortunate we can, particularly with the support of the Allotment Society. Yeah. So we can, I'll just show you the apple juice, which is made from the allotment, our mm-hmm. allotment apples. 
And if, when I say our rotten apples, if I ever catch any of you people, particularly you, <laughs> stealing our apples, scrub, 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 we call it scrubby jack. Is our Donald going to watch this? Because he needs to. Yeah, he needs to know. That, but to have a, to have. Scrubbing is an essential skill. Well, it is. It's called. It's called I was always the lookout. Foraging. It's called foraging. Where you come from? Well, that's where you went. That's where you went. Twist on it. Yes. But, but the idea of, of getting together uh, more regularly to share the produce, I mean, Mom's not wrong, she, she made some, um, what was it? A, a beetroot, beetroot and red onion chutney. Yeah, I know, I have to say, you might imagine, we talk as we find and as, as we speak, it was fantastic. But there's all those old skills and preserving food and all the science that goes with it, which is great. We've got, you know, if you have fruits and stuff, you can make fruit juices. All the mental health aspects of it, the physical health and mental health, the idea about being close to nature, just for the sake of being close to nature. This is why I'm with you on the, let's, let's learn a way of doing it in harmony with nature where we're not putting in pesticides, you know. No, or we, don't, we don't put it down. Well, I mean, some people do. Because they, there's, there's, there's also the other side of it where people are quite competitive. They can, you know, want it to, 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 to look like a military base as opposed to a kind of hey, man, We've talked about this chill. because we do actually do a competition within the allotments that we, we ours is the most laid back yeah okay oh no ours is believe me well well, um, well we, we we have a, we, we've got we've got a we've got a little bar where we have apple juice oh okay you win. Uh, <laughs> we've got a little bug palace where but we just have straight myself and kevin palace. work full time and obviously we're well, down at ladyfield no no let me finish <laughs> and obviously on each of your sites so down at ours is there's 17 plots down there and we're all ages and it's yeah. fabulous and these guys are in different You've got 90 on, haven't you, where you're... So, where so, are you, Francis? Lord's Mead. Lord's Mead. It's 92 plots of Lord's Yeah, so, we, yeah. We, you know, they yeah. do vary from site to site. Yeah. And obviously, um, like you just said, and for me, since we, myself and Kevin started down at ours, I was saying to these guys um, a couple of meetings ago, I've noticed that the generations have changed, where sadly we've lost a few people who have either departed the earth or they've you know retired can't manage to do it anymore or they've got a a, you know a partner we've got one of our guys who i buddied up with another guy Mm. because their wives aren't very well and it still gives them a chance to come out that's cool do a little bit uh and we do stuff like that don't we we don't just you know we we try and look at the best best we can for the areas that we're in and try and get people to work. We've got people to try and swap as well, haven't we? Because they move to another side of Chippenham. Right. That sounds so easy cool. to say out loud, but it doesn't when this man's got a queue of yeah, people that yeah, are already yeah. on there. So, you know, would, would you, you want do... more? Do you think there should be more allotments? There should, there should, yeah. There's distribute your yeah. new housing. What's that about? For the population we've got in Chippenham, there should be more. Yeah. The number of new houses that have been Absolutely. Built. No, there shouldn't be any more new houses. This is really important. No, we're on about it? allotments, you just asked. No, I am. I'm talking about allotments. There should be more free space. But, but should, absolutely. But, uh, they can't legislate for the people they've got in Chippenham. Why would they even consider, other than but, the corruption of developers and all that sort but, of stuff? But, uh, Ed, you, you can't. That's, you've answered your own question yeah. in the sense that... that well, progress the, is progress. It's not progress. It's not sustainable. If I can explain. So, when we build new housing estates, why shouldn't they set aside land for allotments? 100%. Or, or not build new housing estates when you can't legislate for the people you've already got. That's it. But, but what, I'm, yeah. what I'm trying to say is that you know, it's everybody's saying it in a sense that all the new houses have got such small gardens. Yeah. Okay. So, so why can't we say, okay, if you want to build a new estate, you, you've got to set aside some ground for allotments. Yeah. Uh, and, but now the, the, the difficulty there is it, it then becomes... At some, like, like all societies, whether it's you know whether it's the scout the scout group or you know perhaps even can do, and like all societies, we go in you know ebb and flow. Uh, we can be a strong society and at, at some stage, and all the allotments are looking fantastic and, yeah. and well maintained, and then a couple of years later, it, it may dip. But on the you know on the positive side, we you know we should be encouraging allotments, and yes, we do need more allotments. Mm. Um, and the, you know, I, I do know that we are likely to get another allotment with, uh, coming up soon. Um, but, but at the moment, as I say, 143 people on the list. But two years ago, three years ago, mm. we were struggling to get people to take them. Absolutely so, not. So, yes. it, so it's, it's an interesting problem. It is, but I think having the right to have it is 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 as important whether people take it up or not. Yes. So okay. therefore you have to have, have the choice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So back in the day mm. they used to you everyone used to have a, a, an allocated a, 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 a lot of yeah. to, to actually grow. In fact at one stage 
that you, 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 in this country you had to grow hemp mm-hmm. as part of what you, on your allotted land. You had to grow hemp to make sails and yeah. rope for the for, for the navy. Just say to Ed about this, the bits that you you found out about. Well, um, this just really goes to the history of um, allotments have been around since Anglo-Saxon time. Mm. But really, um, the allotments as we know them now really came about in the 19th century. And that's when, um, with industrialization, came the need for the, the poor. Um, yeah. you know, the poor, is, you know, which covers most people, um, just didn't have, the op- yeah, didn't have the opportunity to grow. So, they, um, so various acts were put into place to enable the poor to have um, uh, land to grow on. Um, in early ni- early 19th century, it started to uh, become more formalised, mm. and then when uh, at the end of the war, First World War, when the uh, the men returned, um, there was a great need one for its social well-being and two for providing food. Mm. So uh, I think there was an act of about 1990 uh, that re- provided for land, and then later on, I think about 1925, yeah, there was a more formalised act. So really, um, most of, at, at that stage, uh, most local authorities were required to provide land for allotments. Yeah. And that could well be where, um, our, you know, where Chippenham allotments may, may, may well come in, in a sense. So um, the, ta- the local councils have got a, a requirement to provide that land. For ourselves, our history, um, we, we, are, we r- run the allotments on behalf of the town council. So, the chip, so that's our role to run it on behalf of the town council. And um, I don't know, the, we're looking into the history at the moment. Uh, we, I was talking to one of the wardens, uh, one of our, I hope he doesn't mind me saying one of the older wardens, that uh, was telling me that, that his site, um, the Deansway site, was um, created in 1934 when the local houses around were built. And one, I think, because uh, Richard was uh, working out the, how long the lady had been at the site. So I've got a funny feeling the lady's been at the site from the very start of that site, from 1934. So I think Richard came to 50, said 56, he then said 54, so I'm not sure whether um, that she's been at that site. For, so we've got, I believe, um, a member of our society has had a plot at that site from the start. Or if not the start from a couple of years after, so that's, that's amazing. So, so, it, it, so years. In, in this space, if we still have it, or, or it would be really good to have that sort of pictorial history of, this, of how how yeah. allotments have developed. But interestingly, well before mm. allotments, look at the history of the commons, the common land. Yeah. We've actually had all the land stolen off us as individuals. We, the, the, the the enclosure act. act yeah, and Berg, I mean, yes, agree. And, well, right. we can Come get on a, now. We yeah. can get really, yes, we're getting interested now. We can get really political in some. No, sense. no, we're getting yeah, real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We can get real on this. Yeah. Because yeah, but we'll move away from that because it, it, good old capability Brown, yeah. who's got the name capability, because. But you know why? No, he got a name capable because he'd go along and he'd say to somebody, "That's capable of doing this. That's yeah. capable of doing that." Yeah. So that's how he got the name Capability yeah. Brown. But as you say, with the Land and Enclosure Act, you do have a situation where um, the so take Bowood for example, the the lake at Bowood, mm. where the lake is, is where the village used to be, and wow. um, they then the um, if you look around Bow the the house. Uh, there's an indication that the villagers voluntarily moved elsewhere. They, mm. they didn't voluntarily move, they were pushed elsewhere. Well, and as, and as you say, yeah. and the land was taken away. So, but anyway, that's, that's, that's politics, that's an interesting... Well, it, 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 for me, <laughs> for an interesting po- point in our history, we've had a pandemic that... So it, when there's these key sort of uh, ruptures in mm. a normal flow of society, mm. For instance, after the plague, yeah. before the plague, there used to be serfdom. We used yes. to, you'd be, you would be owned almost by the landowners. Uh, and then after the First World War, major eruptions, and obviously the Spanish flu was 1918 as well, there was more votes given mm. to the common man. That's because they kind of worked out that all these people have seen such horror uh, over in Flanders and the Somme, our grandfather involved. Involved as if you started any of that. Don't spread rumors about my granddad, princess. Yeah, I'll come back to you in a minute. You, you're tearing you. Um, 
that they did, had the smell of blood in their nostrils, they weren't going to put up with being uh, being just you know being, being talked down to by the elites. Um, after this major whatever, we need to look at what there's local elections coming up. Preceding this will be loads of interviews with me and, and people that, like yourselves, are giving of their own time, uh, hopefully for the, mm. for the good of all Absolutely. people. Absolutely. But I, I really um, don't think that we should separate the idea of the person and the politic uh, so that we say, well, really, what is our values? What do we need moving forward? Now, for a town the size of Chippenham, the last thing we need is new houses and distributed roads. We do need more land available for, for mm. access allotments so that we can in 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 a, in a, in, a, in, a, in a, an uncertain world we don't have to worry about whether the fantastic uh, deals that have been set abroad about how food or food that might be or luxuries come into this country some of them are necessities i'm i'm talking about medicines whatever but we have to have a way surely of now looking at what we have got uh, preserving it and working on it so that we can be self-sufficient because we know that we can't rely on uh, deals by politicians to get mm -hmm. food in from the from the here there and everywhere so we need to be looking at on a on a on a, because there's a climate crisis a breakdown of the mm -hmm. climate which people seem to think we can sort of take or leave it's like no no we're all we, we as a species will be destroyed the, the land and and francis's bugs will live without would beyond us won't they that, 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 well, they'll outlive us without a doubt. You know what I mean? We could, we could grow a lot more, or we could eat a lot more of the food that's grown in this country. That's what I think we, we need to do. We don't have to import things. It's just I that people that's... like food that comes from abroad. They yeah, like but they do. But they like when we were growing up, we didn't have that. Surely our climate's got something to do with it. What? As in what we're good at growing. I mean, I don't think well, we're good so at... Seasonally grown, if you, if you only eat bananas, seasonally grown food, yeah. you, 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 you take all the air miles out of delivery, the whole idea, you know, the, the economy is illusion, but the idea that we need food is definitely a real thing. Can you remember when we were younger and there would be, bizarrely, I, I remember even at Bowood, the, 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 the picking season, you go up there and you do strawberries and what have you. But we go, we go along, yeah, yeah, back in the day. But you go blackberry picking, you you go apple scrumping, you do maybe you should no, not, not apple scrumping, foraging, foraging. <laughs> but you, you know what I mean? When things came picking. out, you yeah, yeah. knew they yeah. came out, and it was exciting. Yeah. And you had a relationship with the land. We did all the RAF camps that we were in. We're, we're in the country. I we used to it. have blackberry stained hands for the whole of Supermarket and buy anything we fancy, whatever time of year it is, we can get it. Yeah, but don't you think that, that that can change if you have legislation that says, um, actually, well, here's his. His. I don't know whether you should legislate. We wouldn't have to say legislate, legislate, legislate not to destroy the climate. You cannot buy or, this or, or, or that. It's, it hmm. has to be um, population led. No, listen, the, but, but, the, the, the population are led by their noses. But, They're never given free reign. There's no democracy. It's never been democracy in this country. And to be honest, Agreed there, and it's on different levels. Yeah. And different, um, different levels. It's like when, when you when you're trying to make a change. Yeah. You 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 were saying about making a change on a national type of level, and but as you say, we're sat we're sat here simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll be making. We'll you know the allotment society has got an opportunity to take part in the change locally, and that, I think this is where you're leading towards. And now we've got some challenges uh, coming up because because our challenges are uh, because at the moment we have water on the sites, uh, but but if with climate change the likelihood is that we won't have water on the sites. You don't know. I'm I'm just throwing out that we've got some <laughs> changes. Yeah, um, We've got Very changes. So so at the moment, you know, um, it'd be nice to see that everybody has a water, but so we collect water when uh, at the Brilliant. time when there is yeah. rain. But as you say, as a, a society, Francis also mentioned earlier about, uh, about not using pesticides. This is something that we, do, we, we have no policy, but it, it's something that you know, all of our rules have basically evolved during time. So, the like, so uh, you know, that's prompted us that we'll, we'll have that conversation to, to start saying, okay, do we want slug pellets? No, we don't, or something like that. Yes. But, um, but I think this is our opportunity, you know, this is where we as a society, if we're, if we're strong and active, we can encourage and discourage. 
Uh, I think let's use those words as, yeah. as opposed to legislate. Um, of course, but you okay. have meetings, don't you? And you have social meetings, which is an aspect we haven't even touched That's on. It. You have talks, uh, don't you? You have guest this, speakers. Yes. Obviously, so not talk about that then, because there's loads of other social this, aspects about being a, a part of the allotment and the, and the seed selling. Yeah. And the, yeah. So, talk about so that. It, it's, it comes back to the um, what was mentioned earlier about the, the benefits. Yeah. Of, um, it's it's not until COVID that um, people realise that they miss a conversation, that they miss people. And I think that, you know, we've heard a lot about mental health these last few years. It's, it's become, thankfully, it's become something that's talked about, mm. whereas before it wasn't. And um, we do have, yeah, we, we do have a, um, a Menin Sheds is a, is a good example in, in a sense. Yeah. That's, um, it, it's, unfortunately, it's, it says men, it doesn't say women, and, and it, that's a weakness of that, of the naming of that organisation. Yeah. I picked up but, on that, but, but, like but, but what, what yeah. I'm saying is, it's, 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 times it, it's just using it, uh, you know, many cities is an organisation a lot of people have heard, but let's just stay on the, the good thing about the allotments, uh, the allotments is the, the, the company uh, and, and meeting people. Now, as a, as a society, um, we, we haven't had meetings this last year because it's obviously difficult. But what we aim to do is get back to where we used to be, and that's having talks. Yeah. And, um, and, and you know, it's lovely to hear. I was at Lord's Mead this week and uh, to, to meet up with the warden there. And there was a member of a, a plot holder just talking to the warden, and she was saying, "Well, when are we going to have a party? When are we going to have a barbecue?" Perfect. So, yeah. in in the t and all the sites, uh, if you speak to anybody on the site, uh, on the sites, they they're saying, "Well, we can have little get-togethers or whatever." So, I, I think that we've got an opportunity that we, um, we're not going to come out of lockdown fast. Okay, that's mm. a good. But there's a benefit there because if we don't come out fast, we can do things on a small basis and see if they work and, and build on it. And build yeah, on absolutely. It. So, um, as a society, we, can, you know, I, I think it's very positive that we can look forward to doing these things. And as you say, build on, build on it. That we can start up in a small way. We we can have afternoon tea with my gooseberry jam that I made last year. Oh, um, lovely. Uh, last, he said trying to get an invite. <laughs> How absolutely <laughs> lovely. But a couple of years ago, um, one of the warden at uh, yeah, Francis came, went along to Phil's open garden. So we, Phil had an open garden and we had the uh, open um, allotment. So we had the Hunger Down allotment was open and Phil's garden was. So he raised over £900 for charity. Oh, did not that know that. Fantastic. That's brilliant. That, yeah, yeah. Being that, that is very that's good. It. So he, he raised that. Now, and he, he, uh, his wife did um, teas and coffees. Uh, and I, I was manning the allotment at the time. So, I, so there's, there's somebody there. But what, what I'm just doing is, is giving an example that there's some small things that we can do. We can do some bigger talks. Um, as, um, and there's a few people. Richard, um, the warden at Deansway, was mentioning that... Um, there's a, quite close by, there is uh, an, um, a, gar a gardens that only use um, organic uh, methods and they quite often have open days there that we can go to. So, so which, that going which, forward that's something that we can look at taking that's it. up and going on strong. And as I, I've mentioned you, to yourselves before, uh, my, um, my niece, uh, my, sorry, my cousin is uh, willing to do a talk on on a pilmanite, which is a, a, an old um, way of making fake, fake rocks, um, that um, there's a big um, garden. <laughs> there we go, yes. fake rocks. So when you make a grotto, yes, yes, you, 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 you want these fake rocks because basically to, to take huge boulders mm. is very difficult. Yeah. So you make, make fake rocks. And um, the chap that was on. Um, Guy, whatever his name is, on Channel 4 or Channel 5, uh, a bit like Fred Dibner. Monty Don. Not Monty, no, he's um, BBC oh, he's And he also... He was Does Dean trains. Yes, so that's it, that's the guy. Speed, Martin Yeah, yeah uh, Guy Martin. No, go on. Guy Martin. Yeah, Guy Martin. Speed guy. Yeah. He's a spitfire. Guy Martin did a, um, a, uh, one of his programmes was about a uh, gardens in Birmingham. Uh, and where they recreated the Pulmonite um, grotto and they recreated the stones. So that would be an interesting one to do. And then go to the, uh, just over the other side of the seven, there's a, a, a fantastic gardens that um, we could go and visit.
How lovely, as a, but, as a society. Yeah. We've, we've got like a festival, one second, sorry, mate. We've got a festival, uh, Unlock Reset Festival, on the 21st of June, mm. which is about helping organisations to republicise themselves, other people to come amongst if, if it's true that you have large gatherings on the 21st mm. of June. Uh, who knows, watch this space, or watch this lockdown come to an end mm. and then be put back in again. The idea is that all around the town, in John Coles Park, Mountain Park, in this every gate, we're going to have various uh, talks yeah. and performances and art and all that sort of good stuff. But moving forward, mm -hmm. how do we people sort of link, see how many great organisations mm -hmm. there are and that they can support in times of plenty, yeah. not when there's a pandemic. That we can always have a society that's interlinked and is sustainable. What were you going to say? Sorry to interrupt. Um, just to say for Francis and Claire, Claire is our treasurer, mm. and the girls took on this year the seeds, which you started to say about. Yeah. So just say about the seed catalogue that you lovely took and why you took it on who about Adrian? Well, it, it was a system that was run by Adrian, who was uh, a long-standing member of the society, uh, to get seeds from a uh, big seed producer, Brian's. Um, he used to organise it each year, but Claire and I did it this year. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we lost and he died, yeah, so yeah. bless him, God bless yourself. We contacted all the members and a huge number responded and we all bought seeds at uh, wonderfully reduced prices. Which but what was yeah. great was that the girls didn't give up on it because we couldn't because of the social distancing. Oh, they exactly. did it and Claire had a lovely little system outside her house where you just messaged to say, you know, I'm coming for mine. She had a little pot, she put your collection in there, there was yeah. sanitise, you know, she did, yeah. and made sure you had a slot that you went, it was just you going up to get yours. Yeah. We also, a couple of years ago, which my husband's quite bitter about, is we used to have at St Paul, is it the church, oh, right? The potato. That was a great thing that we used to go to. My Kevin loved it. Yeah. You yeah. go in and meet all these potato sellers, which yes. probably yeah. sounds boring to anybody that isn't into gardening. Don't look at me like that, Kevin. <laughs> um, and it was great because you got to talk to them and they talked yeah. to you like your earlys, your late. So we, we learned knowledge from those peoples. And again, it comes back. Mm. You know, you're never too old to, you know, you can teach an old dog new tricks. Woof, woof. But, you know, at the end of the day, Good it point. comes again, hey, gardeners yeah. know all the dirt, come on. Yeah. At the end of the day, this is what I I personally love, the fact is, coming back to, like you said, you've been to work, you've had a heavy day at work, myself I'm talking about now, you guys, good luck. And you just think to yourself, do you know what, I'm just going to go down, I'm just going to have some space down, out of the house, out away from everything at home, no phone, no nothing, and just go down to the allotment. And I've, I have watched other people, all ages, you know, black, white, blue, green, whatever, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares, nobody cares. It's just that person is doing what you're doing. Yeah. You've got that in common, that they've come down to do a little something mm -hmm. for a certain amount yeah. of time. And I do believe the feedback that we get from the other. So going forward, um, obviously we speak quite a bit because we are related, in case nobody has gathered that. And it would be great if we can incorporate something in the summer months yeah. Whether we get a little stall that, you know, can-do guys have, you know, they've done some produce, we've done, you know, other, well, other people. Well, the 21st of and June for that festival would be a good pivot point because it's the first time that large gatherings can happen. Yeah. And I think it's important whether you have a stall in John Coles Park or here, that people can go oh, right. outside, definitely. Well, yeah, if you can, this is there. Oh, You've got right. to be adaptable. Yeah. There might be a situation where people sort of say you can't. We can bring your own produce mm, along. Absolutely, I'm saying. Yeah. So there you go. At John mm. Coles Park, particularly, have a stall all about the allotment thing. Have have stuff that you can sell or whatever you want to do. But definitely, so that everyone can see who's doing what, moving forward, what they can become part of, and how we can link. That's to what I mean. organisations that, together, that would yeah. like the food and the produce and turn that into something, whether it's apple juice or marmalade, I was going to say there, but we'd have to start growing it. Oh, I'll let you be growing it, though, Francis. <laughs> well, they're looking for someone that can grow it. As long as Paddington doesn't find out. Paddington, yeah. If right, have you got anything else you'd like to say? Because these two people are, uh, are dying of cold, if nothing I, else. I think the important thing, um, the only thing needs to be said is that the way people become members you know, obtain a plot. If they're interested. If, if they're interested, is to apply online is the best way. Yeah. But, you know, but there are other ways that you can't apply online. But apply online and um, go to our website and there's an, an application form there to fill in. And um, even though there are 143 people on the list at the moment, um, it's something not to be afraid, afraid, uh, afraid of because there was such an uptake 
it could well be a load of those people who don't want plots now. Yes. I so it, what I'm, you know, so if this goes out, I'd rather people would say, okay, it may be daunting 143, but get your name on the list anyway. Absolutely. And it's surprising that that list may come down quite quickly. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Can Excellent. we thank you guys, two lovelies behind the cameras? Rebecca, thank Jules, you both Julius. for giving up your time, and you obviously. Give yeah, it sounds like getting paid, man. You mad? Okay. Come on, they're giving nothing. They're, they're loving this. For them, this is the highlight of their week. Okay, Stop well, I'm glad. <laughs> you know what? I, yeah. I haven't met these two before. Yeah, they so are, they are marvellous and have to put yes. with me dribbling on about all sorts of stuff. You hear this sort of them sent uh, to the to the less of the councillors. Anyway, let me say on behalf, not just because we, we've had a, an allotment uh, for some time now and it's really beneficial for the young people particularly, but for the rest of the community, thank you for your time in general, uh, Francis, I will be coming to your local quite soon for a little cheeky, little look at your books. <laughs> uh, I love your idea. Maybe we can have a talk about that whole new way of looking at allotments as a talk, as a, you know, Absolutely. Thing, when we can all get back together. back together. Anything else you'd like to say, you wonderful thing? No, I've got nothing. No, Mo, I'm not interested if you've got anything to say or not. But the changes. Thank you for coming. And you, sir, I'm anything? No. You're all good. No, really. Have you got anything else you want to say? No, I just like to say, you know, I really enjoy what we do. Yeah. And as I said, we, we're all volunteers, and that includes our wardens as well. Yeah. Fair and uh, it, you know, it isn't something that any of us seem to take lightly. And we, we really want everyone yeah. to be successful. And without people like yourselves, and we work, we work our together. Communities, got, you yeah. know, without people like ourselves, our community would be a lot worse off. So we don't just deal with the problem at our own allotment. You know, we we, we look right. after each other. We support. Don't try it and stop this interview with a nice statement again and you come back in, he will shoot you. <laughs> he will just wow. shoot you. They, we've got this thing that says, oh, I'm going to try and close it down. If they bring you it up, say, try and close like it down. If it's one of my family, it. shoot them. And he says, with pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen. It's been emotional. It's been emotional for her because you will not see her around the town anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting at the nearest allotment. Hey, thank you very much. No, thank, thank you. you. Cheers. Thank you very much.